Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Five Pillars of Health with Kara C. Adams. Today, I have Lauren Rade in the building, who is with Lulu Interiors. Lauren, thanks so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kara. I'm excited to be on here. You know, she was reaching out to me not too long ago, and we are just chatting. I was like, you really need to get on this podcast. I'm pretty sure I told you <laughs> that yeah. you have an amazing podcast voice. Aww. Thank you. It, I was like, wow, you are perfect for a podcast. Making me blush. Making <laughs> me blush. So Lauren, tell me what all do you do? Yeah, so I do a lot. <laughs> I kind of do a little of a lot. But what I do for my full-time job is I run and operate my own interior design business called Lulu Interiors. And my primary focus within that is helping clients pick out architectural finishes for new builds. And I do uh, residential renovations and then I style and I stage those. So that takes up most of what I do with my business. That's fun. It's really fun. I mean, you get to like just throw your imagination out there, don't you? I mean, within the terms of people, what they want, right? Right, right. (laughs) And that's, that's what... That's what I love doing is listening to clients Mm -hmm. with what they really want and then helping them pull out their best taste and version of what they want because sometimes they just don't know how to execute it. And so they have to seek out a professional to help them pick out, okay, this is why cabinet pools make sense with this light fixture and this is why this backsplash works with your flooring. So it is fun, but it is like a giant puzzle piece. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's a puzzle. It is a puzzle. That's cool. So when you're not designing, because we were talking about how design is a little mental, it's like your mental health and Mm -hmm. we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. But what do you do to like chill out from like work? Yeah, when I'm not working, I love to surf. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love to surf. My husband it grew up surfing, so he's been the best coach. Um, I'm really involved in the surfing community, so I, I just go and I play really hard in the ocean when I'm I've not working. I've seen you out there. Yeah. yeah. You look really good out there. Oh, I'm thanks. like, I'm impressed. I think I saw you like walk in, do a little well, moonwalk on there. I'll, I'll like, have to tell my coach that you said. <laughs> You are. You're good. walking. I love that. <laughs> I was like, look at our spot. No feet everywhere. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So when, I, when I'm not surfing, I um, spend a lot of time volunteering with my church mm-hmm. and local nonprofits. So with my church, I'm on the rotating schedule with the preaching team. Nice. So imagine. I know. I haven't been able to hear you yet. I've been, but uh-huh. it's not when a time when you've been up there. Yeah. And I really do want to get up there when you're up there. Yeah. I love public speaking. And yeah. then I also also love preaching about what really matters to me, which is my faith. Mm-hmm. And so it, it is a wild place yeah. to be a female preacher in the South. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have to say. And that's one thing when I did hear that you were preaching, I was like, that is just phenomenal. And that's exactly what we need in today's society. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We really do. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. I love I it. So why do you love interior design so much? What drew you to this? What started you up? Yeah, so it's actually a really interesting start. So a lot of times when I listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. and interior designers are asked this question, like, how did you get into design? They will say something along the lines of, oh, my parent was in the industry 
or I knew when I was eight years old because I was always rearranging my room. Yeah. Well, that's not true for me <laughs> at all. You should have seen my room when I was eight years old. You'd never think I would do design today. Bright yellow wall, turquoise wall, right? All right, Lauren, let's pick up our clothes. Um, so I'd say for me, uh, interior design is an industry just like any industry that has a shadow side mm -hmm. and a sunny side. So uh, the shadow side for me, it felt like design was, uh, for me personally, I'm not speaking for all designers, but for me, it felt a little pompous, yeah. maybe a little like pretentious. So I really struggled with it at first when I was considering going back to school mm -hmm. uh, to get design accreditation because it kind of felt meaningless. Okay. It kind of felt like it didn't have a purpose. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually fell in love with design intuitively because I was attracted to that world because I like the way it made me feel. Mm -hmm. And like, let me explain that. So I mean, design had a restorative and positive impact on my mental illness. Oh, nice. Yeah. And what is that? So depression, anxiety. Okay. I've had a long journey throughout my life trying to figure out how to cope and work through uh, those struggles. Yeah. And so, you're not alone in that. So many I people. know. I, I saw a stat the other day, one in five people. Yeah, absolutely. Struggle with mental illness mm -hmm. and depression, anxiety being the top ranking. And it's been heightened during this time. With absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so when I found design, it, it helped my personal struggle because when I would arrange my space as an adult mm -hmm. in my mid-20s when I would find art that I love or a rug that fit just right I felt peace and I felt calm That's and awesome. I, I I felt like I could uh, be relaxed in a space that inspired me. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I know that's kind of like a weird entry into interior design because no. that's not traditionally how designers get into interiors. <laughs> it actually is like your puzzle that mm -hmm. came together for you. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it, it really is. I mean, for me, it's my ministry. Yeah. Like design is my ministry where I can enter into intimate relationships with people mm -hmm. with their spaces. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really intimate. When you mm -hmm. walk into someone's physical space yeah. and they say, help me, mm -hmm. I'm kind of embarrassed. Don't judge me. They say, you know, I need help. Um, I, I get really excited that I can build trust with them and then create peaceful and inspiring spaces. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. So describe, um, well, you kind of already did. You're describing interior design with meaning. It means for you just helping people like have their puzzle come together, have their space like really dig within. Mm -hmm. And you are helping pull that out of them because everybody is creative, I think. Absolutely. Everybody is a creation that is we work in creativity, but a lot of people are, oh, I'm not creative. But that's not true. All we do need is each other to help pull each other pull it out of each other. Right. You know what I mean? Like the beauty in you, I see. And when I do that, I give you the permission to do the same for me, mm -hmm. to pull out the beauty in me mm -hmm. and like have that communication, have that, you know, whatever we're trying to seek in each other, we pull it out of each other. Absolutely. Isn't that I, cool? I, I told my friend who is an accountant last night, mm -hmm. 
I told her how creative she is with numbers. Yeah. She was like, well, I can't be too creative with numbers. <laughs> I said, I mean, creative with your solutions. Yeah. Yeah. And we all operate in what we can. And, and that's, I love that you do this because not everybody can do what you do. You know what I mean? That's beautiful. So how, um, the way you set up your work or home space, how does that encourage like a healthy living for people? That's a great question, especially right now, working through this pandemic. Uh, I've received a lot of inquiries from folks who want to do remodels, mm -hmm. renovations. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. People are staring at their blank walls. Mm -hmm. They're staring at their bathrooms designed back in 1968. <laughs> they're like, oh. I think we need to change something around yeah. here. So I'm getting a lot of calls nice. uh, for specifically renovations. I love it. So I would say if you want a home space or workspace to feel emotionally stable, yeah. I've got three things for you. Really okay. simple, really I love easy. It. Number three, three, three elements that could have an impact on your mental health where you live or work. Okay. And the three is light, texture, and organization. Okay. Okay. All right. So real quick, light, I mean, natural light, right? Yeah. So if maybe you work in a dark home office right now. Ooh. Yeah. No, or your living room just feels sad. Okay. It sounds obvious, but a simple fix would be to open all of the blinds take down the window treatments. In yeah. theory, you should put back really beautiful window treatments, mm -hmm. but just don't block the window. Yeah. Put it on the casing, right? So let in natural light and that will increase your mood That's perfect. overall. And the second one's texture. Okay. Texture is visual weight uh, and it makes a space feel balanced. It makes it feel harmonious. So for example, art that is really popular right now, you've probably seen it, and some of the stores we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. but art with movement that yeah. mimics water. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's popular because it's calming. Yeah, absolutely. And, and repeated patterns tell us that everything is consistent. Mm -hmm. And so that gives us a peace of mind. And then the last one is organization, not the kind of organization like, does this bring me joy? Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about in new construction, or renovations where uh, the builder is specking an open concept. Okay. So living, dining, kitchen, all in the same space. What that actually does is foster social interaction. Okay. And we as humans are made for social interaction. Uh, yes, absolutely. You and me as extroverts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And when we see that we can maneuver through an open concept without clutter, mm -hmm. it it causes our feelings of overwhelm to decrease. So that's why we see so many homes with open concepts. Yeah. Does it does it remind you of like the feng shui? Because like they say, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I know I had a friend that used to do that, and she said, you know, always have like like three inches from the wall. Don't have anything directly on the wall, but have like energy. And she was just because that's what she did. And she said, and then the open concept, it was really nice to just have everything to be able to flow. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. And usually that's when clients are completely lost mm -hmm. with an open concept. Yeah. Because they don't know how to balance it. Yeah. Harmoniously. So then usually they call a designer. Yeah. To come help balance it out. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I really love, I love function. I mm -hmm. love, um, 
I used to love collecting certain things and then I just kind of put that on hold and I was like, I don't want to do that anymore because how does this really function in my life? Do I need it? Do I use it daily? And so I like totally, I don't like to have any clutter, you know, like I'm constantly, which is funny as a flight attendant because I'm constantly like rear, and this isn't just me. This is like every flight attendant I know. They're constantly repacking their one bag, our one bag that we carry around <laughs> everywhere. Constantly, oh, I don't need this anymore. And just shoving everything out to keep it light. Right. And have function. So, yeah. I mean, it, and that's our space, our limited space. That's your <laughs> real estate. That's like, that's our Mary Poppins bag. Oh, here. <laughs> everything comes out here. Form and function. <laughs> yes. Right. Like it has to aesthetically look good. Yep. But ergonomically, if it doesn't work, exactly. sorry, it's, you, you know, it's got to go. Completely. <laughs> So discuss with me how creating a serene environment physically in the physical presence can affect one mentally or socially. I love this question. Yeah? Because I once heard a designer say, we need to be paying a little less attention to what we think we like Mm -hmm. and a little more to how we actually feel. Okay, say that one more time. We need to be paying a little less attention to what we think we like. Okay. Like, I think I like bohemian decor yeah or i I think i like mid-century modern and we think we like it Uh but we need to pay a little more attention to how we actually feel in that environment that's so brilliant i didn't say it i know but i once heard a designer say it (laughs) but it's true because for example a bedroom with a high vaulted ceiling Uh that might feel really airy to me yeah but that might feel really overwhelming to someone else. Yeah. Right, that same goes for patterns, Mm -hmm. colors on the wall, decor on a shelf. It might feel like, you know, not cluttered to someone else and cluttered to you. Yeah. Um, so, So I would encourage your listeners that if there's a local coffee shop or a restaurant or a boutique that uh, you really like. Mm-hmm. You really like how you feel in that space. Oh, yeah. You're not sure why you like it, but you like how you feel. Yeah. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to the feel. Yeah. Not just how it looks. Yeah. Because then that's how you will curate your own personal environment to influence your mood mm-hmm. and to uh, have a positive impact on yourself emotionally. I love it. And that's like like being present. Because when you feel like what you're feeling in a space, you're actually starting to step into the moment of that exact second. You're not, hey, wandering off anywhere. You're like, I feel really good right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And that's so conscious that we need to do. And that does totally bring you to a meditative mood. Like you're kind of meditation and movement. And it's like, you need that for that serene feeling. You need that for, to like, get away from the depression, Mm -hmm. you know, or any other thing that might come up, you know, for people that experience trauma, Mm -hmm. you know, a room is a thousand, it can make you feel a thousand ways. Mm -hmm. And like, and I think it's beautiful. You're doing a beautiful job. You're doing a good job. I mean, I'm a feeler. I can see why you love your job. (laughs) You know, and I I, sometimes I feel like it's a cross between therapy and design. But when a new client comes to me and I'm walking through their home, Mm -hmm. how does this make you feel currently? And they're like, well, it makes me feel sad and it makes me feel drab and it just feels dingy. Yeah. And then I say. That's a good one. Dingy. Yeah. 
Because we don't want tension. <laughs> no. I, then I say, how do you want it to make you feel when it's complete? Yeah. And they say, well, I want it to be hospitable because I want people to come to my home and feel welcomed. Okay, well, we got to get rid of these square, harsh edges on your coffee table and bring in round edges, right? Because round is not harsh. It's inviting. Yeah. And, and so I really get feely with them. How does it make you feel? Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, no, no. How does it look? And I'm like, no, how does it make you feel? Then we'll get to the aesthetic of look. I like it. <laughs> That's good. What is your go-to style, Lyra? Like uh, this is such a hard question. <laughs> My personal style is is eclectic. Okay. It's quirky. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I like <laughs> a lot of different styles, whether it's yeah. Scandinavian or uh, like coastal style. Mm -hmm. So if you came into my space, like I would have a little bit of every style. Yeah. And I figure out how to make it work. Yeah. And that's what I love about design is you can make it work if it means something to you. Mm -hmm. um, is your house, like, is your personal house kind of quirky like that? It's Oh, it's definitely quirky. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I having me over for coffee. I, yeah. <laughs> I love that. You can sit on my favorite white sofa. You have a white sofa? I, I would be so scared to have a white sofa. I think a lot of my friends here sitting on my white sofa. Like, don't worry, it's performance fabric. Oh, okay. Not a problem. Then. If you spill something, they'll just wipe up. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I would say I'm a, I'm a curator and a collector. Mm -hmm. My husband, Ryan, would say I'm a hoarder. <laughs> grew up thrifting, antiquing, yeah. and dumpster diving with my family. That's so awesome. the thrill of the hunt is real yeah. in my life. I just love hunting for treasure and yeah. things that could tell a story or have a narrative. So my house is kind of full of trinkets That's and tchotchkes awesome. like that. Yeah. I bet people have fun when they can. Yeah. And I also, when someone hires me, I listen to what they want and you might see like glimpses of my style, but I almost don't want you to recognize my style when I'm hired for a project Yeah, because it's, I want it to be, I want it to smell of that client. Yeah. So when their people walk into their space, they're like, you designed this, but you designed this really well. Yeah. Like it smells of them. Yeah. I think I saw getting off, well, this isn't really off topic, but I saw one time that you did a picture with a kid and you let the kid do the artwork with mm -hmm. one of your clients. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about that for a second? Yeah, these clients had a huge space on their wall. It was a new construction project and mm -hmm. we were in the furnishing stages of it and everything was new. Yeah. Like, the furniture was new. Um, the, the architectural finishes, everything was new. Mm -hmm. And so I have this thing when you're doing a new house, mm -hmm. let's bring in some old. Yeah. Right? Let's juxtapose that with an old hutch or an old rug or something like earthy and old. Yeah. Just like if you're going to do a renovation, you bring in the new. Yeah. You say so you kind of switch it. Yeah. So I was telling these clients, I was like, we need something like that tells a story. Mm -hmm. And so I, I turned to their, I think it was four then. And I was like, all right. You're the artist. I need you <laughs> to paint on this canvas and do artwork. And so I just, I just kind of coached him where to put strokes, but he mostly he did it. And it turned out so beautiful. I saw it. The it client awesome. loved it. And actually the builder walked in one day and asked them to sell it to him. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're like, well, no, this is our kid's artwork. <laughs> 
That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Like, that is really special. Mm-hmm. They probably never want to get rid of it. No, they don't. I know when my kids painted when they were little, I was like, never get rid of this. Yeah. They're like, Mom, throw this away. <laughs> Where is your treasured spot? Like, your personal space, like, that helps you relax and or just you want to hang out in. So, remember that white sofa? Is that it? No. <laughs> well, there's this... There's this chair next to the white sofa uh-huh. from the 1970s. It was my grandmother's on my dad's Aww. side. My mom passed it down to me. Aww. It's mustard yellow. My favorite. Yeah, it's such a good color. <laughs> Calming color, happy color. Yeah. It's just so, it's just a quirky, like scalloped back. I, I love it. I haven't reupholstered it because a part of me is like, there are so many memories yeah. in this fabric. Aww. So many. I don't, I, that's my spot, girl. Yeah. Like, that's where I read and I pray and I journal and I laugh with friends. And it's just one of my favorite chairs. And it, it's just, it's the treasured spot that yeah. I love to just sit, reflect, laugh. I like it. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And mustard colored is my favorite. <laughs> like 1970s, it's, it's all in again. Yeah. I love it. 70s is, Probably one of my favorite. I was born in the 70s, so of course I like it. <laughs> All right, so any book recommendations before we close up shop? Do you have a like a favorite book? It doesn't have to necessarily be on the topic if you want, just something you're always going back to, or just something you want to recommend. Yeah, I would recommend a book. It's called The Architecture of Happiness by Elan de Botton. Okay. He's Swiss. The art. The Architecture of Happiness. Okay, The Architecture of Happiness. Yeah, so he's a Swiss-born British philosopher and author. Oh, and so like a good read. It, it's a good read if you're the type of person that maybe walks down the streets and you just stare at the details of a building and you appreciate it. Okay. Or you're the, or you want to be that person. Yeah. You want to be that person that appreciates that reupholstered sofa from the seventies. Yeah. Right? So if you want to grow in that area or if you just really appreciate why design and architecture matters, it's just a really fun, easy, but meaningful read. Okay. And, and it, it shows you the impact of, of how our mood is impacted by our environment. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you coming and sharing today and just letting everyone that's listening know like what is around you can affect your mood Mm -hmm. and what you do and why you love it and how I can see that you're so good at it and you are it was great I've seen your stuff (laughs) I've seen it I was looking at the website you have the website Mm -hmm. right what's the website yeah it's luluinteriors.com I would say that you can find my portfolio on my Instagram at luluinteriors okay and that's we have had a party today with Lauren Rede. I hope I said your name right. Yeah, my, my husband's family is Italian, so. That's so spicy. I like it. <laughs> Italian food is the best. Well, for some people. I like it. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I'm into it. Do you eat it. a lot of it? Uh, not really. Okay. <laughs> it's hard. Gluten-free noodles is hard. Oh, yeah. I have to do that, too, gluten-free. Well, once again, thank you. Thank you, Kara. And maybe we can have you back sometime and catch up on something else. I love it. Because I know you got stuff in the works, always. Businesses, (laughs) all the time. (laughs) All right. Everybody have a blessed day. Thanks for tuning in to the Five Pillars of Health. And I will 
Speak with you next week.